Hello and welcome to Eat the Damn Cake. I am Carly. And I'm Maddie. And we're back for another week of eating some cake. Oh, yeah, we are. Eating some cake. Eating some cake. Eating the damn cake. I feel like so many people now in my day-to-day life, like, we'll just be chit-chatting away and they're like, you know, because eat the damn cake. And I'm like, no, yeah, like I totally agree with you. Yeah. If this is your first time tuning into our podcast, welcome. We are so excited to have the honor of you playing us in your car, your AirPods, your earphones, your radio, your speaker, wherever you're listening from. We are a podcast about body neutrality and positivity within the fitness industry and making it a more inclusive and positive environment for everyone because, you know, we want everyone to be able to jump on in whenever they want and not feel intimidated. I was going to say throw away that negative shit. Yeah. Um, this past weekend I went to New York city. I know Carly's just like got a little travel bug in her. She's, she's been like fleeting away from me. Every couple of weekends. And to Nantucket. That was back in June. And you went to the Cape. That was also back in June. I feel like you went somewhere two weekends before I went to DC. No. Well, how was New York? (laughs) I've been, I've been here. Um, So I actually went to visit Hoboken, which is really cool. If you've been to Hoboken, it's kind of like Southie vibes. Like it's just like you can walk everywhere in it. Um, There's a ton of like bars along the street. It was fun. It was It was a good time. And then I went into New York City on Saturday and spent the day there. And that was super fun, too. Um, And then I came home to one million packages. Sorry, mom and dad. And one of them being leather pants. Oh, God. They're actually not. (laughs) They're leather pants. They're leather leggings. So Maddie yesterday was home. I have a sidebar. Carly, I text Carly and I go. So I dog sat for Duke most of the weekend, me and my mom. Uh, my mom and I, Your sorry, mo- mom mostly did it. Maddie jumped in. I was there a lot. I, I mean, he slept him. at with mom, not yeah, you, but I mean, I was with Duke. <laughs> that's most the, the hardest part, <laughs> but I was at, I think that's the easiest part. He's so cute and snuggly. Um, so I was at my parents' house for pretty much the entire weekend and I got home before my mom did on Friday and I text Carly. I'm like, you have four packages. And then I came back home that same day. I like ran out and came back and there was another package. I'm like, so you have five packages now. (laughs) I was like, did you hide them? Please tell me you hid them. And now mom and dad are listening. They're going to be like, "Mm, let me see all your new stuff. I threw them on your bed. I know. So they saw them. (laughs) Mom walks by when she gets home. She goes, hmm, a lot of packages I see. I'm like, if if Carly asks, I hid those. That's so rude. (laughs) She would have seen everything like mom of all people. I mean, Roger is going to have a word with you on Tuesday night. <laughs> when he listens Carly's to this. Carly's going to walk in to the house Tuesday afternoon and Roger's going to be sitting at the kitchen counter being like, we're going to have a chat. Nothing is more terrifying yeah. than the financial talk with your parents because I, I don't know about you, Carly. Is your debit account still hooked up to Roger's? Oh, yeah. Can he totally see when your account is low? Yes. So I've definitely told this on the podcast before my dad gets pinged every time I swipe my debit card. So that doesn't happen for mine. I don't know if it's because he just doesn't trust me or because he turned it on once and could never turn it off again. He probably forgot <laughs> how to. Like, But the financial talk 
is so scary because you get set. You say one thing and it's by accident. Like you, you say it jokingly. You're like, oh my God, I have like $10 in my name. And Roger all of a sudden panics. He's like, okay, we, we need He's to like, how's your credit card? Are you carrying a balance? What's going on? Yeah, what's he's happening? Like, what's like, your, like, what's yeah. your credit card balance? What's your credit score? How many credit cards do you have? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> No, N-A, no answer. Yeah. I don't have an answer. Not available. And then you're trying to like diverge it away and he's like, brings it back. So what was your sidebar to me about to tell my oh, story? Oh, all the packages. Okay, I, I didn't actually hide them. Uh, and then another one came the next day and mom was like, who does this? I'm like, not mine. I don't live here. No, there weren't six when I got home. There were five. There, well, one, one of them was, was for, for both of us. Yeah. Another one was built by Byron Samples, which is for both of us too. It was addressed to you. And I didn't know that until. Yeah. No. So yeah, the, some of them, mom and dad. <laughs> and then the other ones I actually showed mom that I bought. I was like, I needed some fall staples and everything was 50% <laughs> Carly off. Carly always she was to like, justify to Colleen. And she was like, no. Well, cause I don't like, like no, I needed I it. it too. And she was like, no, that's cute. I showed her literally everything I bought. So no, it's that fine. was expected. The Spanx were not. <laughs> so I bought, I bought Spanx leather pants or leggings, I guess. And <laughs> no one knew I bought these, this item. She didn't get anyone's approval. And I might add, she, sh she should have. No, they're so cute. <laughs> Do I look? <laughs> okay. You keep talking. I'm pulling up a photo. I, I love them. So I just need to find things that go well with them. So if you have like the shiniest leather pants ever that you, what, and like what you wear with them, just like maybe send a along a few ideas because I just don't really know how I'm going to wear them. We'll post a picture on eat the damn cake and I'll show you the like exact <laughs> pair that I got so and that then, you can be like, Oh no, yeah. you need to post them when you're wearing them because it's like better to visualize an outfit on someone that's not, I think mannequin legs, because I'm pretty sure they use mannequin legs on no, the Spanx website. No, they don't. But they're very shiny. Maddie like, just said they would be cute if they were less shiny. So I'll, they're I'll patent leather. Like, I'll show you a picture and then you I just mean, let me know how to dress them up, dress them down, do whatever. I'll I be honest. Know. Carly looks amazing in them. Cause she can pull off like anything, but when she put them, she tried them Maddie on. Maddie laughed out loud. Well, Okay. It was really it was mean. The sound they make a noise. It hurt my feelings. <laughs> when she moved, I was not laughing at you. I was laughing at the noise. You know the leathery, fake leathery noise. It's like, like you were making a noise as you were walking. Anyways, anyways, money well spent. <laughs> money really well spent. We got a new hell yeah, hell nah for you guys today. Shall we say it in unison? One. I don't know Two, if we're, we're going to say the same thing. Three. Revenge. Revenge Bod by Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> I didn't get to say anything about my weekend. Oh. Carly's like, new hell yeah, hell nah. I'm done with my clothing story. Okay. It's fine. Well, I actually what? didn't do anything this weekend. I, I, so. That's what I knew you did. <laughs> I'll say this. I hung out with mom every day, starting on Wednesday and ending on Sunday. So I... I'm just going to be honest. It was a lit weekend and I'm, wait, I do have something to add. So I posted on my story that I've become a rosé gal and I got a ton of new recommendations for new rosés. And please let me know if any of you have had tried these. I can't, I can't pronounce some of them because they're French, but I've been on the yes way rosé kick mm -hmm. and the all day rosé kick. 
but supposedly summer water has like oh yeah every, have you had it no oh hurley have you had it i have not do you no. like rosé mm. mm. take it or leave it okay mm. kaka i like it i mean i prefer chardonnay better shardy party I love a good shardy party. Whispering Angel definitely Old was the winner. shard to though. the nene. <laughs> <laughs> but Fleur de Prairie, Whispering Angel, Whispering Angel. Everyone's saying this Whispering Angel. So I All feel right. like I need to drink that. But that's my new thing. So if anyone has any recommendations, please let me know. It sounds like Whispering Angels. I know, but like I, I want to try them all. Although I don't like ones that are too dry. But anyways, yes, Revenge Bod. Okay, back to the hell yeah, hell nah. So we decided to dive in on Revenge Bod because we were talking about like all of our bridal programs and someone was like, you should make an engagement program. You should make a post-bridal program. You should make like, and we were like, and then my mom's like, Revenge Bod. I'm like, hmm, that's a good hell yeah, hell nah. Let's dive into that one. It's, this is the thing. As the term itself, I feel like, you know, 10 years ago, people would say Revenge Bod and- no one would actually break down. It's like kind of screwed up in the sense oh, yeah. of like it's you shouldn't be bettering yourself for anyone other than yourself. Exactly. Like if, if that makes sense. Like you should not be going out of your way to like feel good and get stronger at some like the expense of someone else. Yeah. Um. Sometimes it takes a big shift in your life for you to like switch the perspective and be like, I actually really want to start putting putting money and like my own energy into making myself feel better. But I feel like the term revenge bot, I don't love. Yeah, I don't either. I, feel I don't. Like- yeah, I agree with you. But for those of you who don't know it, it was a show that Khloe Kardashian um, was the star of after she went through her huge breakup with Lamar Odom. Was that what, what like sparked it? The- yeah. Because right after they broke up, she got in incredible shape and shape. Yeah. We'll get into that. And then she decided since she lost all this weight and like looks amazing now, she wanted to help people do the same. So, but it had to be like after a breakup, like it was just, just, yeah. The premise of the show is just so weird to me. Like I, I mean, I get it. If you like go through, like if someone's cheating on you, and you're like, well, screw them. I'm going to show them I'm living my best life. Like, yeah. Have we all wanted to be there and uh, do that? Like, absolutely. But should that be the reason why you decide you want to um, have live a healthier lifestyle? Is that the reason? No, it shouldn't be. It should be for yourself. It shouldn't be to like prove this person wrong and be like, screw them. They would have been better with me, you know? Well, I just think it's like. You know, maybe sometimes when you're in a relationship, you like, you know, if it's a toxic relationship, you can adopt toxic tendencies. And then once you're out of it, I still wouldn't even call it a revenge bod because you're not doing it to like for the person you're doing it for yourself and to make yourself feel really, really good. So basically what happens when they go on a revenge bod, they have like some of LA's best trainers and like they said glam squad. So like you get your hair done if you're like, if you're it's like a makeover, like a makeover. So you basically like they say they're transforming you from the inside out. Mm. And like, so I got excited when Carly said the revenge bod, like, uh, segment because I, I scroll a lot of TikTok before bed and a lot. Yeah. I stay up a little (laughs) late sometimes. I did see a TikTok too, that someone said like, 
time flies on TikTok. You can be scrolling and then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, it's been two hours. Like I need to go to bed. But I like to say it's research because I have found some pretty interesting things about fitness and just some toxicity in fitness. But this popped up. Before you play this, I do want to say the part about revenge bod that I do like is if someone is looking to like change their lifestyle, they are going to see a certified trainer and dietitian. Agreed. And, um, it's not, I think like it's, that's good. But I think too, the problem is, is Khloe Kardashian is the face of it. Yes. And Khloe Kardashian has admitted to getting a lot of cosmetic and plastic surgery. And not All, that there's a problem. There's with no that. problem yeah. with that. And I think, you know, you do you, but I, I've seen a few things. So I saw a, and this is about TikTok again, but like I said, I like seeing TikToks about fitness. I'm totally on fit talk because I saw a girl post, right? And it was like the background of her TikTok was her favorite, 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 favorite fitness influencer on Instagram. And she's talking, she goes, you know, I feel super, you know, shocked and like blindsided at the moment because I just found out my favorite fitness influencer got BBL surgery, which is a Brazilian butt lift. So basically what a Brazilian butt lift is, is you take fat like deposits from other parts of your body. So like anywhere that you carry a little bit of extra weight, like weight, you get it injected into your butt. And yeah. like they like suck it out of your stomach and, and then inject it into, it into your, your butt. butt. And again, if you want to go on that journey, go on that journey. That's fine. But she wasn't honest with her followers and was saying that she this grew her body butt. Yeah. that she has at- obtained and in, in like, you know, loves and is strong was natural from lifting and exercise. And how many times have we talked about this on our podcast of how toxic it is and how frequently this is probably happening, but not being talked about. Yeah. Influencers, influencers on social media, getting possibly getting, I'm not saying all of them, but some of them might be getting BBL or some sort of plastic surgery that is making their followers think, Oh my God, if I do their 10 minute abs and 10 minute butt workout every day, I'm going to look like them. First of all, that's not how it works because we're all genetically different. Second of all, they, like this person in, you know, on TikTok, they're pissed because they're like, I've been doing their workouts forever. And, and I don't look like them. And I don't, and I don't, I haven't built that much muscle. I don't look like them. So it's just all, you have to be careful. Yeah. Make sure whenever you're on social media, you're going to someone that is credited is actually a personal trainer is authentic is authentic is real with people. Like, you know, we can compile a list for you next week of people that we really love. So Chloe Kardashian back to her. I'm going to play a clip. I'm going to play the audio of a clip that I found on TikTok. It was jarring when I listened to it and yeah. I scrolled through the comments. She is actually getting a ton of, like, hate. of hate and ridiculed and, I'm not, I'm not saying that they should be like good attacking her, but coming at her house with pitchforks. Oh my God. (laughs) But like, she definitely messed up. Yeah. So I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. Hopefully it works. Like I can't stand people that are like eating a bucket of like Hagen Dazs ice cream. They're like, I'm so fat. And like, they won't work out. They won't change their diet. They won't drink more water. They won't whatever. But they're complaining, complaining, complaining. I'm like, well, you're always going to be in this victimized 
state because you're literally not doing any, you're not being self-aware. You're not even looking at your own reflection saying, okay, what can I do to change things about myself? It's everybody else's fault. Okay. All right. Let's dive in because you know what you, so some girl responded to this and she goes, I can't stand when people get famous off of their sister's sex tape and then has all the money in the world to have a personal chef, a personal trainer, a dietitian." surgery plastic surgery like she's and it's so true it's literally so true it's just painful for me because i think chloe talking about this is just solely like based on maybe her own experience and maybe her own experience she felt like that was what's going was going on for her like she was in a rut and she felt like she couldn't just get out of it but factor in so many other things in your life like we always talk about mental health being a huge aspect of getting motivated and being able to tackle new things and it's like she's basically telling anyone that can't get off the couch could possibly they might be depressed or have some sort of eating disorder or something like that and she's saying they can't get out of their own way yeah seriously she sounds very tone deaf like saying all of this like and also it's she lives such a different life. I, and she's anyone. never, yeah, she's literally never been a normal person because Kim got them famous. Well, they've from always like, had money. Yeah, and exactly. To be honest, you know, a lot of the things that people like, you know, in order, if you're on a weight loss journey, things that people need or want are expensive. We've talked about it a million times. Like, we know that fitness is not cheap and like, oh. you know, she, Chloe works with some of the best trainers in LA, some of the most world renowned like dietitians, has a personal chef, has a nutrition service. Like if you have that, hand, like being weighted on hand and foot. If I had someone meal prep for me every week. Things might be easier. I would, yeah, well, I would feel amazing. Because also, let's talk what? about healthcare too. Yeah, seriously. Like- Healthcare is expensive. It is. And if you, yeah, know. Carly knows. It like, is. Healthcare is really expensive. So like say someone is depressed, someone someone needs that extra help and they can't get it. How, how What about injuries? Right. Like I like for example, there was a good solid month where I didn't have health insurance because I was in transition from one to the other and I was in so much pain with my ribs, but could I actually go see a doctor and do anything about it? No. And guess what? Paying out of pocket for a chiropractor. So expensive. Paying out of pocket for acupuncture. Expensive. Like it's an expensive world we live in and she doesn't have to worry about the expenses. Right. And so she has no right to sit there and say that. No. And it's just like, she kept saying people are, are like blaming everyone else. It's like sister, No, No, that's just not true. Yeah. And I think, you know, if they are like, that's, that's, that's their journey. That's what's happening right now. And I'm not saying like, you know, you should be blaming other people for something that you're doing. I'm not saying that, but it's like, you need to stay in your lane, Chloe. Yeah. And just, you know, if you want to have your show fine, but don't give advice on yeah. people's weight loss journeys or fitness journeys because you're only or thinking, say you can't stand people like yeah oh my god it it's like why are you making people feel bad for sitting on the couch eating ice cream sorry yeah she made me feel guilty about I was doing like, it 
leave leave everyone alone. Yeah. It's like based on your own experience, don't go throwing shade at other people because they're you never know what someone's going through. No. Never. And, and she should be the first to know that. You know what I, I mean? I mean, I can't imagine what they go through day to day as celebrities being in the public eye 24 seven. So I'm sure that they have a slew of things that they have to deal with. But it's like, hey, based on someone that's not a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> and who is two very different experiences. And exactly. You know, based on just all of that, I felt like it was important. We talked about it because, you know, it. it's just... That's the problem. I feel like a lot of the time the media skews and I, opinions and yeah. And I feel like if you're in the fitness industry as a trainer, you're in it because you genuinely want to help people feel their best. Exactly. And it almost seems like she wants to help people look their best, not feel their That's best. To a T, Carly. That's like it that she wants people it's an image to for lose her their weight. Yeah. Like that's the only goal. It seemed like in everything that she talks about in that interview, it's just like they're, they need to get out of their own way and lose the weight. It's like, well, what if that's not what it's about? Yeah. What if they don't want to, what if they're happy with their body and like, just want to maintain and and just want to be active or just get those endorphins going, getting that strength going. It's like it, we always stress this. It's not always about the weight loss journey. It's allowed to be. And if that's the journey you're on fine, but it's not always like that for everyone. So it's just, again, putting all these people into this one pile of being like anyone that exercises is trying to lose weight. Exactly. Sorry. So sorry, Chloe, but no, that's not, that's not the only, some people just want to enjoy it. Yeah. Like I didn't think when I went to your spin class this morning, I didn't immediately think, Oh my God, I hope I lose weight today or (laughs) this calories. Oh my God. I was like, so pumped. I've been getting back into spin and it's so much fun. It's like a party on a bike. I have it such is, a good yeah. time. I'm in such a good mood after, but not everyone's on that journey. And like I said, if you are great and that's, that's you, everyone has their own. Yeah, exactly. You do you. Exactly. You do you. So we're not a huge fan of, of Chloe putting her two cents into the fitness, the fitness industry, industry <laughs> as you can tell. Um, yeah. So that I, I would probably say hell nah for revenge bod because I don't like how it focuses on the image. Yeah. It's, I, it's not an image thing for me. Cause everyone's going to look different no yep. matter what, unless they're, they're all going, unless Chloe's paying for everyone's surgeries. Well, right. I mean, <laughs> and, and I think too, they've all, all the Kardashians minus, I think Courtney has mentioned said, and Kendall, Kendall have admitted to getting surgery. Yeah. And I love that they're transparent about it, but it's yeah. really hard to trust them talking about fitness and how your body's going to look exactly. when they've had work done. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, like very significant work done, not just like a random boob job or something like yeah. something on your waist in your ass. Like mm, exactly. Mm. So I think hell not, <laughs> but this actually brings us into a really important Im- topic. Yes. As trainers, communication communication it's huge it is so big so maddie and i have been training now out of our um facility our gym our, our gym we have our a gym. space we call it a space we talked about this yeah, yeah like i think we need to just call it a gym because it is a gym. out of our gym it's our gym um but for people, like, like eight months now we started in january and i can't believe it we started in january feels like it's been longer yeah but we've noticed that 
When people communicate with us on how their body's feeling, how they're doing that day, how they're feeling that week, how work is treating them that week, their, their workout is so much more successful. So much. Like, so I always say at the beginning of the workout, tell me how you're feeling. Tell me. Yeah. Have you eaten? Have, are you hydrated? Do you sleep well? Do you, what do you need from us? Today? Are you fueling? Are, like, are, did you get enough sleep last night? Like, you know, during the warm up, I always use that as my time to get to know what is going on. And as a trainer, you're always going to run into some people that, you know, in, you know, we've been very lucky a lot. Pretty much all of our clients are very vocal with us and tell us what they are needing from us and tell us, Hey, I want to do legs and, you know, legs and upper body tomorrow and core and hands. Like they will tell us what they're thinking and we're like, great. So, you know, I think in the past four years that I've been training, there's definitely been times where I'm training someone like, tell me what you need. Yeah. And they won't. And then, you know, actually this happened at F45 where I was training a client that I knew had an injury. And I said, please tell me what's going on. Like, how's your injury doing? It's fine. It's fine. I I feel fine doing an exercise that typically actually shouldn't hurt their injury. And, you know, they're not looking too good. Their, their form's starting to kind of weaken a little bit. And I'm like, hey, like, are you in pain? No, no, no. I'm just tired. Okay. I don't see them for like two weeks. Turn. And they come back and they're like, yeah, my... I hurt my, my back, my shoulder. Like I, I can't even remember what their injury was at that point, but I was like, next time, please tell me what's going on. And we'll give an alternative. It's, it's so beneficial to you. Like, that's the thing. If you do not communicate with your trainer, you're not going to get a good workout. So like when you go to a, even if a group fitness class and instructors at the beginning say, please come up to me if you have any injuries and I'll run through the people who actually come up to me and tell me that they have an injury and are like, I'm not going to be doing this. And this is what I can do. This is what I can't do. It helps so much. Like, so if you're ever in a class and you're like embarrassed or, or like nervous. nervous to go up to the instructor and be like, I have my ribs popping out. Like, they'll do be not like, be nervous yeah. or like, they're going to appreciate it so much. Or if you already know a few of the modifications or I don't even like the word modifications, progressions that you need to take for your injury. For example, like for me, when I was in the height of my back injury, like a year ago, I was going to a ton of Barry's classes and they do a lot of like hinge movements, RDLs, deadlifts. I would just take it down onto the ground and do glute bridges because I knew that would not flare my back up. And like, you know, the instructor would be like, thank you for taking what you need. Like it's important. And I know in a group fitness setting, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It is hard. And even in personal training, it can be hard. Like if you are feeling some type of way and you don't want to tell your trainer because you're like, oh my God, they put so much effort into writing this workout for me. And you're like, oh, that hurts a little bit. Like, tell us, well, we appreciate it 12 times more if you let us know exactly how you're feeling because on the spot, we will modify it. Instead of having you push through it, we have no idea. The next time you come in, you're not feeling great. And it's like, we feel like it's our fault almost. Oh, it, it, and it, and you know, no matter how many times you ask, sometimes you'll have someone that won't tell you. And they'll be rubbing their back. And you're like, oh my God, are you okay? Like you're freaking out as a trainer because you're like, you know, I'm not inside your body. And I, I have said that. And like I said before to the clients at 45 that I had, that had done this after they came back, I'm like, I'm not in there with you. Like I cannot feel what you're feeling. Yeah. So you need to tell me 
what you're feeling when you're doing the exercise. Because if your form is looking good and you're looking solid, but it's hurting, like you need to tell me because I won't know. Sometimes it comes down to just being honest with yourself too, because as a client or a someone who's taking the class, you need to know the difference between pain and sore. Mm -hmm. And there are some people who get sore on the spot. That's fine. Like Maddie's one of them. I'm like a two day (laughs) kind of sore girl. I I get get sore the moment it's over. Even during. No. So I'm like a, the two days after you work out, then I can't walk. Like that's how much I, that's how it hits me. But there are some people that like, don't know the difference between soreness and actual pain. And so even if it's like a question in your mind and you're like, "Mm, this RDL isn't feeling quite right. Just speak up. Yeah. Just tell us. And we can help explain what's going on. And, you know, if we know it hurts, you can point to where it hurts or what's going on. We can actually correct it and help you and progress it. And, you know, being honest is hard sometimes to like swallow and be like, I don't want to speak up. Speaking up 100% of the time in fitness and not even in fitness, speak up for yourself, advocate for yourself because it'll always pay off for the better. Exactly. And um, I think especially in group fitness, as intimidating as it can be, don't be afraid to because it'll always, like Carly said, you know, it's been, I know that for me, I can't lean on the bike because I'll just hurt my spine. And I took a few progressions and a few people followed me because they were like, oh, like, yeah, that feels better for me. And it's like, it doesn't matter if you're sticking out like a sore thumb in a big class. Like it doesn't matter. Your workout is your workout, no matter if you're in a group setting or not. So just start prioritizing yourself, your feelings, how, how, how things feel on your body, because everybody is different. And you know, if you have any questions about it too, DM us. If yeah. you want to come train with us, know that it's always going to be honest, open environment. We're here to support you, for you to lean on us. And we're going to take you through that workout. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Shall we get into this or that? I'm down. Okay. What was, it? What was that? It was games. Okay. So I did a variety of games and I, I also spelled beer die wrong. I know someone DM'd and said, what is that? I said, beer die, D-I-E. And they were like, oh my God. Ha ha. Now I get it. My bad. I was like, texted I, Carly this morning and go, so you know, dye, D-Y-E is like color dye, like tie dye. I didn't know which one it was on the spot. <laughs> I actually thought about that and I was like, mm. it's okay. All right. All right. So we're going to start with spike ball or volleyball. I like spike ball way better. Me too. But volleyball won 131 and spike ball got 96. I have a really funny spike ball story. Are you going to tell which one? The one where, oh my God, we were, I like get very, very into spike ball. Like this is literally, I'm about to expose myself, but you know what? Hey, it's fine. It's fine. It's We're moving right into it. So we did spike. We, it was Maddie, her boyfriend, our mutual friend, like our boyfriend's mutual friend and me. And my boyfriend wasn't there yet. And we were intense. It was a very intense game of spike ball. And I forget. I was on your team, I think. I don't know. I don't think you were. Anyways, I, in the moment, height of exertion, I farted. (laughs) And I literally, this is Carly speaking, by the way, in case you can tell. You can tell. And I dropped to the ground laughing and everyone was like, oh my God. But it wasn't like a fart where it was like. No, it's like a cute little exertion fart. Like a a little cute baby fart. And everyone was just like. 
<laughs> and the game halted. Uh, it literally came to a complete stop and everyone's mouth dropped and I dropped to the ground laughing so hard because right. like it was so funny. However, Joe missed it. Has Joe he ever went, heard you fart yet? I think. Well, has. yeah, I think now, now but <laughs> but at the time he had it and. And the second he showed up to our house later on, everyone was like, Carly farted during Spike Ball. And I literally was like, (laughs) I was like, he hasn't heard it yet. And he's like, I missed it. What? I feel like. It was so funny. Nick still hasn't heard me fart. So I refuse. Only because like, I just, now it's becoming a game. Like how much longer can it go? (laughs) Like I will, I, my dad has no shame. Sorry, Roger to expose you. (laughs) Like, like, I'm like, when will I get to the point where I just have no shame about farting? Oh my God. I feel like honestly, I don't know. I I just like, still not there. I feel like I honestly don't fart that much. And that's why like, that was funny because it was so funny. It was like, cause I I really don't poops. Everyone farts. Like it's like, (laughs) it doesn't matter. And I don't know why it's such a taboo thing, but it was, it was funny. Like it was really funny. And I, now after this, I want everyone to please, if you're listening, DM us your funniest fart story like and we'll keep it anonymous we'll we'll keep it anonymous but please dm us if you've ever like farted in public yeah and like had to like cover it up (laughs) or like couldn't cover it up because i've heard some really have you do you have any stories like that uh i not personally but i know of a funny not farting though pooping yeah. Did someone shit themselves? Please this tell this conversation has gone off the rails. It's like crazy. I know. Did someone shit themselves? All right. So it was this guy talking on the Graham Norton show. I'll okay. try to be. I'll try to say this as quick as possible. Okay. Um, they have this like red chair segment where like they get audience members to go sit in a red chair and then they tell a story to every like all the people like in all there? the guests okay. and if the story is good enough you they let you just like walk up out of the chair and if it's like a cringy story or whatever you get like thrown back oh my god so this guy talks about he and his friends were like he and his friend were like walking through some park i think it was at night um his friend had to poop really bad <laughs> <laughs> so he like ran over to this bathroom and it was closed so oh we went my to, god or the men's one was closed so we ran over the woman's woman's one was closed so then he literally just dropped trout and just like shit in a bush. Oh and my then there god. Was a, then funniest part about it was there was this big like gold retriever that just comes like barreling over run, <laughs> running over. And his the this dog's owner pick, no. comes up. <gasps> no. Did he pick up the shit? And he's like, oh Rory. Oh my grabs god. Grabs a plastic bag out of his whatever wayside picks up this man's human shit (laughs) thinking it was his dogs (laughs) ties it around his waist and walks away i'm gonna throw up that is oh my god hilarious oh my god i've never shit like that anyways that was not a personal story i Um, do not know this man (laughs) wait hurley so did you pick Spike ball or volleyball? I pick spike all in ball. all, I pick spike ball. Yeah. Be careful of those exertion parts. All right. So we call them there. Cornhole or Polish horseshoes? You didn't spell Polish. I think you did Polish. Yep. It's the same spelling. Is it? Yeah. Because I read it Polish horseshoes, and I was like, "What is that?" I choose cornhole. Me too. Mm-hmm. Cornhole, cool. Um, Cornhole one two twenty to seventeen. Beer die D I E or beer pong. 
pong. Pong. Beer die is so hard. And for those of you that don't know what beer die is, I'll explain this really fast. Six foot table, one cup full of beer on each side, as long as you're 21 plus water on if you're not. All four corners. All four corners, yes. And then there's two die. Each, per, like, and it's teams of two on each side. You have to launch it, but it has to, like, go very high in the, the air. It has to be, like, six feet, feet in the air. Up, and it can bounce, and you have to catch it if it bounces. But if it hits the cup, you take a sip, and if it goes in the cup, I think you, you chug, chug it. it. I don't really like it. It's really hard. It's really it's hard, boring. and every time I've been asked to play it, I've just, like, been miserable, so. so. Yeah, I did beer punk, too. I don't think I've actually ever played beer die. Well, you're not missing out, Hurley. Because you gotta yeah. play it outside. Yeah, yeah. you need a, a lot of space, yeah. yeah. You, like, dive and stuff. Okay, so chandelier or 21 cup? I have. I don't know either of those, and multiple people DM'd us and was like, what are these? I'm gonna be honest, I don't know. I know chandelier, I've like seen it be been played, but I've never participated in a game of chandelier. I don't know what twenty one cup is, but like people voted for it. So if you you didn't look it up? No. <laughs> I made this I made this this or that with my friends and they came up with this category oh. and so when they did those comparison, I didn't question it. I was like, okay. Okay. Well, if you know what 21 cup <laughs> so, is, please let us know. So chandelier is 58. 21 cup is 118. Okay. All right. Slap cup or stack cup? Stack. stack. I like stack too. Yeah. Stack's way fun. It's so the one you thrilling. bounce. Like it is so anxiety inducing. If yeah. you've never played stack cup with it's a lot the of same people. Thing, but like instead of stacking the cup, you slap it away from the person. No, I said stack cup. No, I, like, I know. Oh. But I'm, I was just explaining it to people if they haven't played it. So that's stack cup is stacking. Slap cup is slapping. Yeah, it's funny how it works out like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, everyone? Okay. 117 for slap cup. That one. 101 for stack cup. Um, Marco Polo. So this is pool games now. Marco Polo okay. or categories? Categories. Categories. Categories, yeah. Marco Polo gives me anxiety. You just have to, like, have your hands Having your eyes closed in a pool, there's just nothing safe about that. No. Um, Chicken or sharks and minnows? Sharks and minnows. Love that game. You probably also got anxiety from chicken then. I, we never were allowed to play. Mom and dad were, they were like, someone's going to split their head open. Never. Yep. 20, uh, 71 people said chicken, 139 said sharks and minnows. What do you think? I said sharks and minnows too. Yeah, too. as you should. It's so, so fun. So fun. I would still play that. And so I don't think a lot of people knew what psych was either. It's, they it's were another both, Ellen DeGeneres game. Yeah. So one psych is one where you like put everyone's names in it's so fun. and you like vote on certain things. I don't know. It's just really fun. Download it. Honestly, it's way better than heads up and you can like sit there and it basically says like everyone's like, if Carly were to write a book, what would the title be? And yeah. like everyone could submit oh. an answer and everyone could and write like exertion part. No, and then, and like, everyone <laughs> would be like the Duke Chronicles. Yeah. <laughs> Duke's mama. <laughs> yeah. So like, and then she, like everyone can vote on their best answer. And it's really whoever fun. Whoever gets the best one like wins. It's super fun. So psych got 22 votes. That's why we're saying go download, go it. download it's a, it. And you next will time change you're in like a group mind. setting. Everyone needs to play. It's so fun. Um, and then 175 for heads up. Have you played psych? No. He, heads up. Though. Heads up though. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. See cool. heads up was her first game. I think that's why. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, all right. And that concludes this week's This or That. Friends, please review, subscribe, rate, like, comment, follow, live, share, laugh, 
love <laughs> do it all um please do just because it means so much for us to read your reviews and comments about the podcast and also like dm us if you have any ideas if you want to hear something specific if you have any uh guest recommendations that you're really dying to hear from dm us text us beep us call me beat me if you want to reach me yeah anything you want we love you we're back at the grand september 13th mark your calendars there's some really exciting things coming so get ready have a good one and eat the damn cake baby bye